Several men are hanging in a locker room at a golf club and a cell phone rings on a bench and a man engages in the hands-free speaker function of that phone and he begins to talk. Everyone else begins to listen because, well, it's on speaker. So the man says, hello. The woman on the other line says, honey, it's me. Are you at the club? Man says, yes. Woman says this. She says, I'm at the mall and, and I found this beautiful leather coat for only $1,000. Can I buy it? The man says, sure, go ahead if you like it that much. Woman also says this, she goes, I also stopped by that Porsche dealership. They have that brand new 2020 model and I've always wanted it, but it's about $200,000. Is it okay if I buy it? The man responds, he says, okay, if we're gonna spend that much, make sure you get it fully loaded. The woman responds, she says, great. Oh, and one more thing, you know that house I wanted about a year ago, it's back on the market for only $950,000. I think we should make a go at it. The man says, sounds good, but let's offer a $900,000. I'm sure we can get it for that. If not, we'll make it work. Woman says, okay, I'll have the realtor make up an offer. And then she goes on to say, I love you and I'll see you soon. The man responds and he says, love you too. They hang up. Man who's standing there in the locker room looks around at the group of guys and he says, does anyone know whose phone this is? So we've all heard the saying, more money, more problems. That's the truth. Bigger decisions, higher risk. There's people, there's uh, um, more on our plate. And there's even this idea of independence. See, James writes about this issue with wealth in chapter five of his epistle. See, wealth actually doesn't bring us, uh, it's not actually the problem. It doesn't bring us challenges, but when we make wealth the, the goal or make wealth the end game, it can bring challenges. So don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying wealth is bad. In fact, I'm praying that I hit the lottery, honestly. But when wealth becomes our focus, serious issues can arise. See, James 5, 1 through 6 reads this, and James is, is writing this rhetorical letter or this rhetorical statement to people who are wealthy in his region. And he, and he says this in verse 1, Look here, you rich people, weep and groan with anguish because of all the terrible troubles ahead of you. Your wealth is rotting away, and your fine clothes are, are moth-eaten rags. Your gold and silver are corroded. The very wealth you are counting on will eat away your flesh like fire. This corroded treasure you have hoarded will testify against you on the day of judgment. For listen, uh, hear, the, for listen hear the cries of the field workers whom you have cheated their pay. The cries of those who harvest your fields have reached the ears of the Lord of heaven's armies. Verse 5, you have spent your years on earth in luxury, satisfying your every desire. You have fattened yourselves for the day of slaughter. You have condemned and killed innocent people who do not resist. See, James is writing in chapter 5 because there's people, there's Christians, there's followers uh, of Jesus who are being persecuted by wealthy and influential people in that region. And James is bringing warning to, to potential Christians who are wealthy about this idea of independence that even though you might have wealth, means you still need to depend on God and, and, and push away this idea of independence or being far from God because now you are better off.
see these these individuals James is writing to are actually living corruptly and they're, they're taking advantage of people of lesser status. See, James is writing to encourage people that no matter where you are at, you can always depend on God and make that a focal point for your life. See, when we drive to the, when we depend on God, we remain dedicated to Him. And that's what James is, is asking for his listeners. So today, my encouragement for you to, uh, no matter where you're at, no matter what status you have, no matter what you're going through, continue to depend on God. Let's pray. Bow your heads with me. Lord, we give you this time and we say thank you. Thank you for giving us this moment to just honor you and depend on you. I pray that you be with each person watching this right now and may their lives be impacted. Your great name we say, amen. And remember, keep the faith.